following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down, hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Oh, what a beautiful Wednesday it is here at the Star in Frisco. Great day to be outside and practice some football. So we get you started on officially on Eagles Week this week as the road to the Super Bowl continues here <laughs> on Talking Cowboys. You like that? You're, you're keeping it positive. TV guy today. <laughs> <laughs> You obviously haven't been listening to the fans, have yeah, you? I have not. No, no, I'm keeping it positive. The road to Super Bowl 54 continues on this Wednesday, October 16th. Is that right? I believe that's okay. right. You're right. Sometimes it's good to stay out of those Twitter mentions, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just, you can stay way more optimistic. Jason Witten advised us on that last year <laughs> as he went into the short stint in the media. I assume he's staying out of the Twitter mentions this year as well, especially this week as well. But let's kick things off by uh, talking about what uh, Jason Garrett just talked about in the press conference that was just completed here. The news since we last were seated together here breaking that Tyrone Crawford is done for the season. He's having season-ending hip surgery. And uh, we had seen it and we had talked about it here on the show, how he had struggled trying to get through it uh, throughout the first six weeks of this season, but it just uh, came to a head, didn't it, Mickey? This was going to be the eventual end uh, resort. He knew it. He tried to play through it. Uh, But all along, I think he was resigned to knowing that uh, no matter how much rehab he did, no matter how much uh, training, whatever treatment, that the end result was going to be surgery at some point. And I think it got to the point where they were getting diminishing returns with him on the field. And I think he just decided eight years in the league, I got to go do this. And now, you know, he's got one year left on his contract. That's but, a great, great mention there, Mickey. But this could be, yeah, this could be career ending, I think. This is, uh, he turns 30 next month, November 12th. Right. And has that one year, I believe, at $8 million next year. Yep. And uh, and most of the proration of his uh, bonuses is gone next year. I think maybe a million left from a reconstruction. So, yeah, this is yeah, – But, but other, other than that, I mean, uh, yeah. if he is healthy enough, he can come play. They can they can manage through that yeah. from a financial standpoint to where he can make a return. The question will be, can he come back from yeah. this? Yeah, and, and then the other thing is, from a salary cap standpoint, you go on IR, that $10 million that he counts against the cap still counts. Yep. So yeah. that, that's, that hurts. Yeah. It's tough for a guy that has played through so much – here uh, shoulder injuries different things and he's he's found I mean I think he set an example for guys in the locker room about trying you know playing tough and I think 42 snaps the last two games Mickey said diminishing returns that he just tried to give him something and talking to him a couple weeks ago you could sense the frustration of I'm going to try to manage this but I'm going to be in pain all year long that's what he said and ultimately I think you know this was something they had to do to get him right and, and try to get him back next year well, it also gives them an opportunity to look at, you know, Tristan Hill, you know, and then Coach mentioned about, you know, uh, signing uh, a player today as well to to take, 
Crawford's place, which I need to get on. I and, and Justin stud- Hamilton. Yeah, Justin Hamilton was with Kansas City, I believe, and uh, so I need to see in the preseason what Justin Hamilton brings to this. Uh, they worked him out a couple weeks ago, but it gives Tristan Hill an opportunity to, you know, to step up and hopefully uh, show some things that he hasn't shown so far. You know that that you know maybe some of the work that that he's been able to do at practice and. You know, the effort and all that's there. I don't know if the technique's really there. I don't know if the strength's really there. But they need him to, to, to play some meaningful snaps now. It's not, hey, get in there and get washed. The five plays you're in there, the series you're in there, and be a liability. They need him to step up and make plays. So I like what Mickey said about, the, about, uh, about Crawford and potentially this could be it for him with the Cowboys. And, you know, because you have to think about going forward – you know they 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 haven't signed anybody yet. You know as far as the quarterback and the wide receiver and stuff. So every every dollar you can have that can go towards that maybe to the next season uh, could very well be the difference if you can get contracts done. So uh, you know that's something that uh, that was uh, was pointed out was pointed out very well by me. But for this year, I I don't know if we've talked enough about not having him and impacting this defense. You know what 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 a healthy Crawford could do for this group right now, and what they defensive have, tackle he could absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, he, and even at even if he plays some in for you, yeah. in the run protecting some of the edges. I mean, I know I know Quinn has done a nice job playing fifty something snaps, but I I don't know if if that's been mentioned enough by us or anybody that not having him has impacted just that overall versatility inside. And I know people talk about his contract and all that, but when he's healthy. He's a very underrated piece to what they do up front. But he's been a player that's dealt with injury a lot, hasn't he? Well, yes. I mean, remember that, that, yeah. he had the Achilles. Yeah, that's where and we. And then he thought he did it again. Remember? Right. And then it was yeah. was it his knee or his foot or something that he's, day in training camp when he was screaming. Yeah. I mean, mm. his versatility is so important. You have one guy that can play two positions when you're only keeping eight defensive linemen up. Now we've been told that Joe Jackson can do it, but right. okay, he's he's been placed in that situation, but I haven't seen any production yet. Right. Uh, Kerry Hyder, the same thing, and yeah. we haven't seen the production yet. And Brian's right about about Tristan Hill. you got to get him going. you got to yeah. get him in there. He's got to be productive. Uh, and he's going to get an opportunity now yeah. because this guy they just signed is basically a nice body, but he's been on practice squads. I think I, I saw where he's, yeah. he's played eight games in the league uh, over since 2015. Yeah. So think about it. That's four years he's been in the league, and he wasn't with anybody this year. And most of his time's been on practice squad. So again, you know they're looking for a cheap addition. Everybody's like, "Well, who are they going to trade for?" Well, yeah, that's where I was just, going. How about your second round pick stepping in? People just well. don't give up those. those yeah, let's those trade picks. for the second round pick. Like, yeah, I mean this is our why own you, second round pick. Why you drafted him? <laughs> well, you know? it kind of it kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit about what's the situation with Daniel Wise. You know, that's with him being on the practice squad, and we talked about the versatility. You know that Daniel Wise is, I think he's a better end than he is a tackle. But they felt more about going to get somebody else than bringing Daniel Wise up, you know. So that's kind of one of those uh, situations where you go, well, you know, maybe Daniel Wise wasn't ready. But is he is he better prepared than what we've seen from Tristan Hill? You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things going through my head about that because usually that that practice squad guy would get the elevation. And then like, okay, because we know what he can do. They, they went out completely off the reservation and went and got a guy 
uh, instead of maybe elevating a guy that uh, that they kind of knew about from you know 30 practices in Oxnard preseason games and six weeks of being on the practice squad here. So, so what does that tell you? I know that's that's what I'm trying to figure out and. Yeah, I can't feel too good about that. And, you know, if you're Daniel Wise, you're probably saying, if I have an opportunity to leave, I'm gone. You know, I'm not going to see, you know, if they're going to bring people up off the street off the street to replace, you know, replace roster spots, then, you know, he, he, might, uh, he might be looking elsewhere if he gets that opportunity. Can't say I've watched a lot of Justin Hamilton tape. Oh, no, I got to do any, that. That's what but, I'm saying. But just looking at his measurables, he's 315 pounds. So mm-hmm. – it a big body that they're thinking maybe they can chew up some snaps in the middle on game day if he's active. I mean, that's, you know, so maybe they felt like know, they needed more of that, you know. And that's one of the things about Crawford playing inside. He's trying to do that at 270 pounds, yeah. by the way. And they had him playing some one technique sure at did. times, too. So sure did. that's hard at 270 pounds. The other thing I, th- I see what people are asking, like, well, why didn't they have the surgery earlier? Well, even if they had done it earlier, the hip surgery he needed, he was going to be out for the year. He was not coming back this year. So the best and, – and plus, I think when we talk about surgery, sometimes we talk about it cavalierly, like, yeah. oh, just go have surgery. Yeah, right. This is surgery. You yeah. you think about that in your own life, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm exactly. trying. I'm trying to avoid it right yeah. now. Yeah, well, and, and you just don't go do it. And it's like, okay, let, you know, let's go do surgery. You try to do everything to prevent surgery, and then when you have to do it, then you go do it. And it got to the point where you you had to do it. But had they done the surgery in March or April, he was going to be done for the Is year. This, the this wasn't this wasn't Byron Jones surgery. Well, I was, yeah. that's where I was going though. Is that they people asked why that was late in the off season. That was the last resort. They tried to rest him and rehab him, and it didn't get better. And so that's why they did it mid-offseason, yeah, whatever. I was asking, is this the opposite? Didn't he have hip problems? You know, he's talked about being bursitis and stuff like that, but it, didn't he have surgery no, on? No, he did not. I asked him. He oh. didn't have surgery. Oh, he did no. not. So no, they just rested They rested, they rehab. resting, yeah. rehab, okay. Treatment. okay, well, then that makes sense. I'm sitting here thinking, well, yeah. weren't we dealing with that in the during training camp? They just tried to manage it. And, yeah, yeah, and it didn't and, work. Yeah. And he also work. had the glute thing going, by the way. Yeah. And I don't know if that was in relation to the hip causing that, yeah. but he had a pain in the you-know-what. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just comparing Justin Hamilton versus Daniel Wise, uh, that decision, if there was one there, you know, as Rob mentioned, 315-pound guy, Hamilton, he's more of a D-tackle, he's not a D-in, right. and Daniel Wise uh, gives you it, – it's more like Crawford in that more sense, like he's Crawford. 280 pounds, basically. Yeah, that's a good point by Brian, can you, you know? do both? Yeah. yeah. Lined up at both. Now, but, but another difference, though, is Wise, obviously, is, is a rookie, college-free agent out of Kansas. Hamilton was a college-free agent at Louisiana Lafayette, but he's got four years experience, even if it is just on a practice squad. Played in four games for the Chiefs last year year so he has been on an NFL field in a regular season game so maybe just the fact that maybe they feel like they got too many young guys if you you throw Wise and 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 Hill Hill and all those guys out there Jackson yeah maybe maybe you're in a situation wait a minute we're we're way too young uh, to have to deal with all that stuff. And Armstrong's not exactly a salty veteran no not either yeah and then what are we hearing on Armstrong it sounded like maybe later in the week uh, with the yeah, stinger. He's not, stinger, he's not right. practicing today, no. yeah. the, but he's a stinger, and so he's, he's they got a lot fine. of guys not practicing today. Yeah, how about it? <laughs> it every, sounds every, like everybody that every didn't high. finish the game or start the game last week yeah. is not practicing today. Yeah. Yeah. So, that yeah, that's encouraging. 
<laughs> and that's a sarcasm button right there. Yeah. By old Mick. I'll, I'll hit it with him. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's in your corner situation too. I mean, receivers they've got you know they've got guys that filled in in the game. But if you're down two corners in this game against some of the weapons the Eagles have, yeah. That's it's going to be a tough tough going. But you know they yeah, have some they versatility might be down with their two corners safeties. too. So it'll be equal. Yeah, there you go. I Fair, mean, so Mills, not, Mills. but I'm just pointing to if Deshaun Jackson gets back for Philly this week. I mean, it's, right. it's always a challenge going up against these guys. But Mills and Darby are expected to practice this week, but they doesn't mean they're going to play. They've been out for a while, and yeah. Mills hadn't played since last year. You have to worry about the conditioning there with that for yeah. sure. With them, I, the thing with the Cowboys though. If I remember correctly, though, the way they could kind of get around some things if they had to was that that uh, that Xavier Woods, if I'm not wrong, his rookie year played slot corner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I right about that? He became he the nickel yeah. guy by the end of the year. Yeah, the end yeah. of the year. He's so yeah, yeah. I don't know if they really want to do that, but <laughs> although you know, unfortunately, did I just did I just make everybody get sick in their mouth? No, 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 the, the, no. The audible sigh was from Mickey. The if you're sigh, just, the if you're sigh was that's what they did mm-hmm. on first and ten at the eight yard line. They yeah. brought Woods down onto the line of scrimmage right. to play in the slot, yeah. which left Jeff Heath no out question. there in single safety high. No question. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, so that's exactly that's, right. That's the you know the upside and the downside. The upside and downsides for sure. But what you're getting at there, if they had a role uh, in that type of role for Woods and Darian Thompson at safety, yeah, and, and that, could, yeah, I as think, far as yeah, I mean to me it's it's and it's, Jordan Lewis obviously. Yeah, Jordan Lewis. I mean to me, I, I just kind of feel like though that if they had to. If they had to, Mickey's right. That guy, I mean, he did play. He was playing down, which is unfortunate because he's better playing back. But I just remember him playing his rookie year playing slot corner. You know, and I was thinking, there's no way in hell he can do this. And he did it. And he did it pretty well. So they, and it was after that San Diego debacle mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving Day when, uh, you know, when they couldn't cover anybody and they were, you know, making all kinds of plays. Oh. The next week, they started switching their corners and safeties around, and things seemed to kind of get better. Yeah, you think things are going bad now? Think back to after that San Diego debacle Thanksgiving yeah. Day and where this team was at that point in that season. Yeah. Yeah. So at this mm-hmm. point, say neither one of those corners can play, you would start a Wouzier and Lewis, Lewis. Right. and then when you went to nickel, maybe you bring Woods in to play in the slot instead of moving Lewis inside in good and, That's and what good I was, one. This is this is where corner. yeah, Mickey. This is where I'm kind of thinking that we might see another. I mean, who is okay? Tell me who your 53rd player is. I'm just throwing it out there. If you have a 53rd player in mind, tell me who it is. Well, it was Brandon Knight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's but but they weren't gonna, Mickey. They weren't going to get rid of Brandon Knight, no, right? No, I know, they, but I, I, still, I know, in his mind, no, no, in Mickey's mind. It so was but now Knight. 53rd has to be Devin Gif- Smith, Gifford. Devin no, S- Devin Smith may end up starting. I was going to say he's been act- <laughs> inactive the last two games, but they could use him, especially if you with and or Randall Cobb in. The only reason Wilson was up was because he could do the slot slot stuff. No question. That's exactly right. And that's why they started him, and and, and he could do special teams along with Bryant. To me, Devin Smith's your other starter. Okay, that's that's a fair point. Are you thinking of practice squad? I'm thinking, how do you get Donovan Alumba up? You know, that's what I'm trying to think because if you're if you're in a in such a bind where you're talking about playing safeties in the slots and we're kind of worried about the Eagles getting back Jackson and and you know and what they have with all Sean Jeffrey and then well Goodwin and, has to be your guy then 
Yeah. Your other corner. Yeah. And and Woods. You can get creative a little bit because you do have some safety flex. Right. But yeah, it's it's not ideal. So, that so, that so, was my question. So nobody that I nobody nobody's thinking about Alumba at all. I mean, I'm watching Alumba or Mike Mike Jackson, right? Mike Jackson's another one. Yeah. So. Who would you trust yeah, there? But, if you had to play with – okay, just from training camp and preseason games, who would you trust more to play if they had to play in a game? And this is a terrible question, but would you trust Mike Jackson or Donovan Alumba in a, in a, if you had to play a game? Uh, probably Alumba because he's got a little more experience. Uh, I think I would go with Jackson. I think I'm going Jackson. Man – I think I'd go with Alumba. Uh, you're, I, I, know, I knew you would go Alumba. Well, I mean, Which means yeah. there's no right answer here. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, two though. Two. That's what I'm saying. You've got four people that kind of feel like that, that, that okay, two this, two that, and and there's really not a great answer. It's something where, like we talk about, sucking wind through your teeth when you're like, Donovan Alumba, you know. Michael Jackson, you know, you're just kind of that. Well, which one of those two can they? help you more on special teams? And the answer would be Jackson, right? Jackson would uh-huh. probably help you yeah. more there, yeah. But right. if you had, I mean, Jackson I, I mean, also played some safety in camp, if I'm not mistaken. That he's is a, true he's got too. A little more flex. And he played, he played in the slot also. Yeah. See, that's the thing too. I think, yeah, he, that you're right. It's a good point, Mickey. I think that I think Richard would go with. I is think he his would, guy. He would go with the Lumba <laughs> just because he has confidence that he could go out there and make plays. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because he looks but like then Richard he might Sherman. Get, yeah, but he might get three <laughs> defensive holding penalties along the way. Yeah, he made some plays. And he'll camp. get beat deep, too. Yeah, he can't. He is not going to run well. It, There's it, no question it, about that. It may not come to that. It may not come to that. Oh, you're, you're, but if they were, you're make, hopeful those corners will miraculously. Maybe Byron can get back. Didn't sound like Anthony Brown was. No, I don't I think, think Anthony Brown's, Brown plays. I think yeah. Brown's yeah. done. Lael yeah. Collins is done yeah. for this week. Yeah, yeah. for this. You're thinking week. Byron will. I think he's got a chance. I think I agree yeah. with Mickey on I this one. I think AB doesn't have it. No, a I chance. think AB's out. I think I think Byron Jones is the one guy that's got a chance. We'll <laughs> see. So you're My telling God. me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. Get go. Play for but why are you losing games? I don't understand. All right, and we haven't even talked about the offense. Yeah. All right, we talk more talking cowboys in just a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation 
This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues on a Wednesday as the Cowboys hit the practice field. Yeah, they're going to go ahead and continue this season. And uh, the game on Sunday, you can actually attend the game. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT AT&T Stadium when they return home to take on these Eagles. It's Sunday night football. Get your tickets now at DallasCowboys.com. And join us at another official Dallas Cowboys watch party presented by AT&T on Sunday, November 24th. Enjoy a festive game day atmosphere on Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star as the Cowboys take on the New England Patriots. Looking way ahead, admission and parking free. Visit thestarinfrisco.com for details. Where will the Cowboys be where they travel to New England on I'm November 24th? On the road to the Super Bowl, right? Might That's be, right. It might be ducking tomatoes. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you might see some quickness out of me at that time. All By right. the way, we're talking about all these injuries. I just I, I threw out the question to, to Jason. Is Mickey's guy Noah Brown any closer to getting back? And apparently not. Not no. yet. He's still on pup. He's eligible to practice, but they haven't started that clock yet. Well, just but, asking because they got some receiver. No, injuries. no, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good question. It's a good question. But the yeah. problem is, is once you start the clock, I know. Then but, you got two weeks, and then you got to start making decisions. I know. But could you? Are you in a spot where maybe you needed to start that clock? To apparently get not. A wide receiver. Yeah, but apparently not. So, anyway, sorry, Bill. Uh, but the I off- thought it was a good question, yeah, though. No, but again, you would have to cut somebody. Yeah, you got to make. You know, a move. if, you have if to make one a move. of those wide receivers was done for the year, then absolutely, right. Yeah, just give it a couple of weeks and. Yeah, you got the bye coming up, but this is a big. What one. happened to your optimism? <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh Bill. my gosh, I'm a big Noah Brown fan. What do you mean? Yeah, Super Bowl Bill. Um, <laughs> yep, there I am. As this thing goes down the toilet, yeah. then yeah, that will be my nickname the rest of the Super year. Super Bowl Bill. Yep, yep. How's Kansas City doing? I've never yeah. been on their Super Bowl team. Yeah. They're hanging in there. Yep. Now. They're struggling. At the Rams in the NFC Championship game They're against hanging the Cowboys. How are they doing? Well, now, you are Super Bowl, Bill, aren't you? <laughs> and, now, and now they don't have first-round picks next year That's and the right. year after. All right. How about that? Before we get into the Eagles, Jalen Ramsey is a Ram. Two what do you think of that? Two first-round picks. Yeah, two first-round picks and a fourth form. And they traded away Marcus Peters, who was probably going to be a problem anyway. Well, yeah. they should have known that in, from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. That's why he's available. You know uh, – well, they got an NFC championship, or they got a trip to the Super Bowl out of him. Yeah, I know that GM out there in Los Angeles pretty well, and his attitude has always been, you know, he he's like he feels like he's always coaching year to year, or being a GM year to year. Yeah, you know, he ain't he, worried he's, about the next year. That's yeah, somebody he, he, else's yeah, problem. Yeah, somebody else's problem. He, you know, I remember talking to him 
uh, Les Snead, and I go, I call my Les, how's it going? He goes, oh, man, I'm out of here. They're bringing Gruden in here. I'm done. They're going to get rid of me, you know. <laughs> and then he gets an extension, you know, and he, they find the coach and all that. But Les is always uh, – I keep saying coach. Les has always been a GM that, that really – He's, he says, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to try and go for it every year. He goes, I, don't, I just don't know how long I'm going to get to do this. And, you know, if you make a bunch of mistakes, they'll get ready anyway. But if you're building a good team, it, the biggest problem he's having is with his offensive line. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you talk about problems on, you know, as, and it's hard to, to believe that after we saw them play in the NFC Divisional game that there would be any problem, but they just don't protect that guy. Because I mean, everybody's it, talking about his numbers dropping. Yeah, but, yeah. And, yeah. They, and so, but Does he, that matter? Doesn't he have to put the – Team on his back, golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's that's been a problem there. But but that but but to him, he he doesn't care. He 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 looks at this as a year to year job. And if I give up picks to try and help my team now, then I'm going to just and then they fire me. That's somebody else's problem. That's not my problem. Sounds like a panic move. To well, me. Here, well, the other thing that you've got out there is they're going in a new stadium next year, yeah. and and that market, even though it is a new stadium, you think people would butts would be in seats with the new stadium and everything, but I'm, and I guarantee you it's very pricey. They need to have a big year again this year just to keep the momentum going as they move into the new stadium Can, next year. Mickey just brought up something. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Would you have thought? That trading for Amari Cooper was a panic move. No, I thought it was a necessity. Yeah, I mean, when we when we well, a lot of people though thought it was. I mean, he yeah, given, he's not wrong because the uh, because receiver by committee was a terrible idea. They were going down the drain with yeah, if they continued but, there. But did, but it was it. Do you think that people well, if, think it's a panic if, move? If you define panic as trying to salvage your season, then no, yeah. no, 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 then yeah. no, no. Panic it. Well, okay. But see, I don't that know the best way to. Describe. But it's but it. But I don't call it panic because it's worked out. So no, I don't know how, how you long, describe it. It was best. a long term move, though. But yeah. this Ramsey thing, they're going to re-sign him. You well, yeah. You don't after he holds out after this year. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, maybe. Good luck. Yeah. I'm just saying, you don't give up what you gave up without re-signing him. Yeah. Well, Rams. you better bring the Brinks truck then. Uh, he showed up in the Brinks truck there That's in Jacksonville. Right. He did. He but, did a train. You know, it's funny that we you kind of think, well, you know, and 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 I don't think you're wrong, Mickey. It maybe looks like a panic move, but. Maybe it's – I would have thought that trying to go get an offensive lineman was a better thing to, to go and try and help your team at defensive they did, they, they did that, yeah, but and, and I, it I, was I, a bust. I haven't – I mean, I've watched a little Rams tape, you know, and I watched that Seattle game. Yeah. They've had some problems in the secondary. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they felt like they had to do. I mean, that's – I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of was just thinking about the, the Cowboys situation. And, but I think Mickey's right. I think it's something they had to do. They it, had to go get a receiver. I mean, could could I mean if, if the Rams needed to make a move, could they have given up one first to get Trent Williams? If that thing's not going to resolve See, itself, there, or is he is he too old to give up a first for? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know know what is they're actually. trying to salvage this season. The Rams are, and, and with a look ahead to the next three seasons, obviously. But, with but was what that they their, gave problem? Up, their problem? Their problem? They, they gave up fifty five points to Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay. Well, That's a good point. That, that is a, good a point. really good point. <laughs> Who the next week threw right. four interceptions? Right, yeah, and then they and lose gets, to Seattle and gets grounded, mm-hmm. yeah, or benched, whatever you want to call it. Bad Sounds game. like. All right, so now with Amari Cooper's injury, and what are we thinking for him on Sunday against the Eagles? And are the Cowboys back to 
receiver by committee. He's for 31, biggest by game the way, the Mickey. Year. I just let you know. Trent Williams is 31 years old. 31. 31 years old. Well, that's an offensive lineman. You yeah. can have a couple of years yeah. left. Sure. About four or five good years, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah, I, I think. Are, yeah, yeah, are ahead, the Cowboys right. back to square one at receiver where they were a year ago at this time if they don't have Cooper against the Eagles, who, by the way, against the Eagles at AT&T Stadium had the game-winning touchdown last year. Well, he made several great Sorry, plays, we're talking too. no Cooper and no Cobb? Yeah. Yeah. Which See, is what you were last week against yeah, the Jets, that's too. The, the problem I have is and that, that was inexcusable to lose that game without. I'm cheer, I'm cheerleading for Michael Gallup, you know, as 1A. Mm-hmm. And 1A needs to play like 1, not not yeah. not not... 3D. He's got to have a big game at Thursday. Or actually, yeah. what, what he what he needs to remember is not putting pressure on himself. That yeah, I got to be the guy. You know what? That's the thing. Just yeah. allow thing. People me to talk do that. about people talk. Uh, there's a, a narrative out there that the, the the coaches don't have the players ready to play. Yeah. It may be they're too ready to play. It, it's like they're they press in certain situations. You know, I, and but, I think he did. Yeah. Now the passes were a tad high, but he's got to catch them. Yeah, and he knows it. That's three drops, and they had three other drops. That's six yeah, drops. I think somebody asked him about the offense being on the same page, and he's like, "Yeah, I think we are." I just, but I just, me, I just got to catch the football. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically just finish plays, and I think that's part of the message from the coaching staff is you guys, we've made these plays. You can make them. Let's just let's let's do what we do. Like Brian said Monday, just make play football, make yeah, football just, plays. Yeah. Some of it is about execution. No question about it. Now, I mean, there was anybody... one play that they weren't on the same page, but no. yeah. 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 And he, yes, he probably didn't open see, too. The, yeah. he didn't see the blitz and, yeah, and right. Dak read the yeah, blitz differently. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's like, you got to do that. Not what you did. Uh, you know, that prepared stuff. So Witten had a drop. He wasn't prepared to play. You you want to believe that? No, no. I I, I just need Michael Gallup to be one A. Ball- Gallup yeah. has to step up, yeah. and I think with Devin Smith on the other side as the outside receiver, if Cobb can't go, then they've got something. Now, when you go three wide, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but Cedric Wilson actually came on, right? Yeah. Well, how about how about though? How about Tavon Austin though? Did he do anything for well, you to make you feel any little, better? He did a little bit. Yes. I don't know why I, I don't. You don't trust him? Yeah. You don't trust him because he can't line up? <laughs> I don't blame you if you don't. I, seriously, that was a, a big penalty. It's that a huge a, penalty. A penalty. He runs a great route to get open. Dak throws a perfect ball to him. He tap, tap, gets the feet down 15 yards. Nope, and, and, a flag and now down. Bradley, whatever the referee's name was, uh, I forgot his name, Bradley Rogers, I believe, he's like, you know, you know, legal formation, 82 covered. I'm like, what? What? You know, and sure enough, it's fifteen or uh, ten covering eighty-two. So I mean, you can't have that. You just can't have that. And I don't know. Do I trust him? No, they, I don't. Gonna, How much is Tavon you know Austin lined up as an outside receiver? In That's his the question I asked Jason Garrett, and he basically says, "No, you've got to understand where you are. You've got to line right. up." Now, I'm and, not saying that as, as an yeah, excuse, but you could ask the official right there he? too. And yeah, I, I said right. that yesterday. But he but might like, give you the wrong answer. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, okay, so trust? No trust? Mickey doesn't trust. I'm kind but of you know iffy I, on I that. Think, I think they're going to have to. If neither of those guys are there, they're going to have to incorporate his speed into this offense somehow. Some especially way. if it's Scandrick playing that and slot. And if it's got to be, and if it's got to be handoffs on end arounds or whatever, you know, instead of faking it, you're going to have to give it to him. Yeah. You like you like Tavon on Scandrick? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Scandrick will overthink this thing. You could get in his head. <laughs> 
You know, just hit him, hit him a bunch of play, but you know, make him have to tackle. I'll tell you what, make this, uh, you know, make these uh, the secondary, make this Sidney Jones have to tackle a little bit too. They got some guys that really don't want to tackle, other than that safety. That safety will tackle, but not 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 these corners. Not not interested. What about more Tony Pollard? And not just as let's, a uh, let's explore that when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Speaking of Jack Black, have you guys been to the big box stores yet? They're already getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. Well, Jack Black is getting ready for Christmas because this week's promotion is Goodwill Toward Men. And it's just in time for the pre-holiday shopping. Our complete guide to the holiday cheer for all Jack Black men in your life. The Jack Black's Holiday Gift Guide, the Closer Set, the Balm Squad, and all jacked up. Go to getjackblack.com and do your Christmas shopping now. All jacked up. All right. You used a bunch of their products this morning. There you go. Good thanks stuff. to Mickey, yeah, thanks to Mickey and the marketing team. For Looks like that it shaves up. much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cut my nose today somehow. I don't know how, but it cut. Well, it won't get. You won't be able to. We won't be able to tell that uh, camera's no, only no, like three inches from your nose. I need to borrow some of your makeup, Bill. That's what I need. <laughs> 
My nose got up a little bit there. Sneaking there a peek, sneaking a peek outside at practice. The first team offensive line for your Dallas Cowboys right now, lining up at left tackle is Cameron Fleming, left guard Connor Williams. The right tackle is Brandon Knight. The right guard is Zach Martin. And your center is Joe Looney. Yeah. It's kind of the way you played against Philadelphia last year. You had Joe Looney in there playing center, you know? And, mm-hmm. But except Which you means Tyrant Frederick's not practicing? No. Yes, Travis Frederick not practicing right now. Maybe some maintenance going on there. Could okay. be. He was not that out. We it, will. Yeah. Any other knots that we didn't uh, mention already? Uh, of the seven other guys? All the, all the other knots are, are not practicing. Eight. If oh. we count Crawford. There you go. All right, uh, Tony Pollard. You want to see more Tony Pollard, Rob? Why not? If you don't have two of your top receivers and you're looking for a spark offensively, and he's a guy that essentially in some ways was very much a receiver in college, why not? I mean, I you know, he I think he got seven snaps against the Jets, and the last time we really saw him heavily involved was I think the Miami game. Miami, Miami. game had hundred yards. 100 yards, and it was an opportunity. 23 snaps that game. 23 snaps. It was an opportunity for him to play more, primarily as a runner. Game was over, right? Mm-hmm. Game was over. You spell Zeke, and I mean, maybe that's going to be his primary role is when, based on time and cir- score and circumstance, he's spelling Zeke. But I'm just trying to think of creative ways if you're, if you're down a bunch of receivers in this game, potentially. Last three games, he's had... Two snaps, five snaps, seven snaps on offense. Yeah, I think there's a lot of folks out there that are really fantasy disappointed. We were talking mm-hmm. about that in the break about, oh, we got Tony Pollard. He's really not done anything. But, you know, I, I feel like, though, to me, getting Tony Pollard involved in some two-back sets, if you can use him as like a move player, you know, as you could put him in the slot or, you know, put him in the backfield, throw him the ball, you know, just use him on those – those what we call those Texas routes where they go up and then they angle. You know, you go up to the outside and angle inside. Work them against some linebackers. That's where the Eagles have had a little success with their guy. When they when they you know Miles Sanders, the running back they got from Penn State against Minnesota last week, they put him in the backfield and they knew they had a matchup. But they got him in man coverage and they just they just went up the seam with him, mm-hmm. you know, and then Carson Wentz was able to hit him, and it was a big play. I think you need to find, if you're not going to hand him the ball, find ways to throw him the ball. And I'm not just talking the, the variety, the screen stuff and all that's really, really good, but but find ways to kind of let him work in space. If he could catch the ball at seven yards and make another 10 yards just because of a run, I, I think that's a good thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't seen – you know, Kellen Moore go with a little bit more of that with him in the backfield instead of just saying, okay, putting an extra tight end on the field or putting an extra wide receiver on the field. You know, just maybe maybe think about him as a mismatch player a little bit more. This is a great opportunity for Kellen Moore this week. With when you're going up against an Eagles team that knows you so well, okay, from years right. past. And what and now with let's say, a shortage of personnel, these guys can make plays. There, there's a They're reason capable, these guys yeah. are in the NFL. And then figuring out ways to use them because you can fi- figure out creative ways to use them where, that are not on tape, they have not seen, and they're not going to be able to, to totally scout agree. it out. I yeah. mean, there's, there are, when, when you play a division opponent – and we saw it with Sean Lee time and time again against division opponents. He had those offenses scoped out. Right, okay? right. And I, I think that, that this is an opportunity really to see the creativity that Kellen Moore has in this offense. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't disagree with you. I think that you know, I think he's a little bit 
hamstrung by the fact that he doesn't have his two tackles. Yeah, I was going to say, how creative yeah. you want to get you with know, those and, two guys and, on your edge. Yeah. You know, and and you know, we've had discussions on the show about the quarterback and him taking hits, and you know, it's it's tough. It's tough when you're calling plays and you're thinking, okay, how can I, how can I be aggressive here and then not get my quarterback killed? You know, that's that's a that's a thought you have to is and. I, it's a it's a fine line that these coordinators walk because Jim Swartz knows he's down weapons. Alex and Jim, Jim Swartz is like, listen, I can cover Devin Smith, I can cover Tavon Austin with my guys. So I'm just going to go ahead and blitz linebackers. I'm going to make I'm going to make these running backs have to pick up. I'm going to make them have to keep tight ends in. I'm going to make Brandon Knight have to block in this game. You know, yeah, and, and I, I mean, that's, that's the fine line you walk. That's why I kind of like that first drive out of the, out of halftime against the Jets. I know, I know that they were behind 15 points, but they didn't panic and yeah, they stuck the balance, to the run. And then, about, yeah. yeah, just trying to take some pressure off of Dak and and try to keep the Jets a little honest, just blitzing all the time, right? You know, and, and don't don't lose faith in your running back in your running game. Well, you know? actually, that second half when they actually played offense, it was balanced: yeah. 21 runs, 21 passes. Yeah. But how do you like? You're also working against the clock. Yeah. But how yeah. do you like Brandon Graham against Cam Fleming or yeah. Yeah. Brandon See, Knight? That's that's where I mean, if you lose Dak Prescott, then everything is you know we're we, we're talking welcome to the draft show kind of a thing. <laughs> but you know, to me, you know, it's 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 a fine line that these guys walk. And you know, we're saying, well, it's a lot of first down runs. Yeah, a lot of first down runs because what happens. Is you get to a point in time like if I just keep dropping back, something is going to happen here. And I mean, there's some good things that can happen, but there's a lot of also some bad things, especially when you don't have your starting two tackles playing uh, on that on the field. If, trying, if trying to keep that down and distance manageable. Well, yeah, you and know, people and, say, and, well, well, Dan Bryant, it's second and nine. How you, what are you going to do now? Yeah, well, well, you yeah, weren't playing to be second and nine. I know, I know. That's the yeah, but you get a lot of that twelve personnel stuff. And that brings seven, eight down in that box, and maybe we can see him spread those things out a little bit. Better. By the way, Dave Hellman said, "Sounds like personal, personal reasons for yeah. Travis yeah. today." Yeah, I was going to throw okay. that in. Travis uh, Frederick, personal reasons. That's why he's not at practice today. Okay. And we will be here tomorrow to dive deeper into these Philadelphia Eagles as the road to the Super Bowl continues. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?